Hi there, this is Catherine and you're listening to the One Cam Voice Podcast. Hello there everybody and you're very welcome along once again this week. You can find me as you know on onecamvoice.com and it has the links to all of my social media there if you want to get in touch. Guys, I hope that you're well and I hope that those whom you love are likewise safe and well. I can't believe that we're still in this coronavirus pandemic. I don't think it's going to go anywhere anytime quickly, but I suppose that even with all of that change and all of that chaos and all of that uncertainty around us, it gives us a greater chance to even tap into the steadiness that we have within us. And so today what I'm going to talk about is how to be one calm voice to foster a sense of resilience within us. Now that's a big long title and I don't know how I'm going to manage to create some artwork about that, but I will work, I will, I won't worry about that. I will cross that bridge when I come to it. So guys, what is resilience? In Ireland, resilience is a big talking point at the moment, particularly as we begin to approach going back to school. And the notion that we should have resilient children. These are all the things that we should have. Yeah, we should have children that are resilient and they need to be able to bounce back. And we need to ensure that, you know, that they can manage what's going to come and that they will be okay and that they won't be anxious and they won't be this and they won't be that. And I find all of these prescriptions about how people should be and how children should be and how parents should be helping their children be in this way. There's so much pressure and there's very little support, I would feel, or even example of what resilient behavior is. There's very little example. There's nobody that really stands up and says, this is how to be resilient, guys. Instead, it's all we need to be resilient. We need to be this. We need to be that. Yeah, that's wonderful. How can I, how can I, how can I become that then? So that's what my little chat is about today. All right. So what I'll talk about is I'll talk about, first of all, what resilience is, why it could be of benefit to us. Then I will give you a simple exercise that I use that helps me to be resilient. And then and then I'll probably finish up. <laughs> That's the general plan anyway. Okay. So the first question is, what is resilience? Resilience for me is a skill. Okay. Some people believe that resilient people are born, that leaders are born, that people who are calm under pressure are born. I don't believe that myself. I believe that Resilient people that we see in our everyday practice feeling and being resilient. They practice feeling calm when they're not under pressure. Okay. And they build that skill up. You've heard me hear that. You've heard me say that before about that reservoir of calm that we build into ourselves or that we build upon. Now, I suppose I should clarify that I do believe that we all have a natural um, disposition to be calm. Okay, I do believe that, but factors can influence that even from very, very early on in our lives, like even from our birth, you know, that that reservoir of calm can be depleted. Okay, so but then we practice, we practice that skill of um, allowing that reservoir of calm to be refilled and replenished. Okay, and we top it up then regularly. 
Now, have I gone off the topic of resiliency? Not quite. Because resiliency is our ability to feel steady in face of adversity. Okay, it is the capacity that a person has that no matter what happens around them, they don't crumble. Okay, they find some little level of steadiness, some um, ground that they can hold that will allow them to still feel and absorb what has happened. Okay, resilient people aren't immune to fear or anxiety or worry or loss or grief. They're not immune to those strong emotions. They're just able to handle it in a different way, in a way that they aren't consumed by it. But you see that all, it's like my analogy last week of that tree, that on some level, we need to build that the strong root system that that helps us to feel steady and then that core that trunk that feels steady that can withstand anything any trauma that life can send our way and so we're enabled to skillfully deal with any of those traumatic events or uncertainty that our lives might or that might unfold in our lives Now, it doesn't mean that we're unaffected by it, just like the tree in a storm. We are affected by it. We feel it, but it doesn't um, consume us. It doesn't cause us to topple over. Now, resiliency is important and that skill is important. It's important, you know, for many things in every area of our lives. Like I teach a lot of and coach a lot of um, Camogie and Gaelic games and resiliency is a great sport to have. A great, a great sport is a great skill to have for any sport that you take partake in. Actually, any, even if you're playing a musical instrument, if you're an actor, anything, it's really good to feel steady. Because then you have a chance to really allow your full potential to come forth because you're not negatively impacted by nerves or by fear of making a mistake, by um, holding on to like in the case of a sport, like if you miss a pass or if you drop the ball or if you don't score an absolute in an absolute open goal, you know that if that happens in a game and if you're not resilient, then what happens is that small act influences your effort, your play, your performance in the rest of the game. And then you're and and then, of course, that's going to have an impact on how you feel after the game, because you'll know I didn't give it my all. I, 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 I was distracted by This feeling of failure, this feeling of inadequacy, this feeling of Jesus, you're in Egypt for doing that. Whereas if you're resilient and if you learn how to build that skill of resilience, you make a mistake. You realize you've made the mistake and then you use it kind of as like that, an opportunity for learning. You don't let that affect what's happening in your future going forward. Now, you might think that the game situation is a little bit frivolous, but I'm sure we can all think of times in our life where we've, you know, metaphorically dropped the ball on something big and we let that affect, you know, the rest of our working lives or the rest of our relationship lives, you know. So so the game type scenario is not that far removed from the life type scenario. 
um, sport can be, um, you know, life in a microcosm, really, you know, and that's why it's so important for our young people that through sport we can teach them and we lead by example about our resiliency. Okay, because particularly in this uncertain world of ours and the world has always been uncertain, but I suppose there's much more focus on it now because each part of the world is affected by our global pandemic. You know, it's in our news all of the time. It's affecting how our children will or won't return to education in the next couple of weeks. Here in Ireland, the plan is that they will go back in a fortnight's time. And that's wonderful. But it will be a different landscape for our children and for our teachers and for our parents when our children go back to school. And we need to feel steady as parents, as caregivers. We need to feel steady in order to support our children and in order to enable them to also feel steady. And I know I use steadiness all the time, but you could replace that word steady with resiliency. It's the same thing. But for me, steadiness, like I keep saying, is a superpower and it's really important. And I think it's easier for people to understand. And 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 that sense of steadiness is something that comes from deep within me because that's how I feel. I don't feel resilient. I don't feel yeah, like I have a great ability to bounce back. I just feel steady in the simplest of terms. I feel steady. And I believe that that is a skill that is worth sharing and that it is a skill that is worth developing. That even though I don't know what's going to happen, I know whatever happens, I will be okay. And that is what, that's my, that's always my intention. Okay, so that is what for me resiliency is. Now, the key factor to building that skill of resilience within us is this. It is the ability to have a thought to recognize that you're separate for th- from the thought and to recognize that you don't have to act on that thought that you're having. So say if I'm writing, okay, I spend a lot of time writing. Some days writing for me is easier than others. Some days the words flow and I'm feeling so creative and it's just a joy. And other days it's very hard. The words don't come quite so easily or they come, but they're disjointed and they're it's just not as free flowing. Now, when that happens for me, I can have a thought because I can be very lazy sometimes. I can have a thought. I'm giving up. I'm not doing this today. No, I'm giving up. Right. The words aren't coming. I'm not enjoying. And so I give up. That's it. I'm giving up. Now, what I have learned over time is this. That the notion I'm giving up is a thought. It's just a thought. It's just a thought. It's not a fact. It's just a thought. And so what I do now is I recognize that as a thought. And then I know that I am separate from my thoughts. My thoughts are not me. My thoughts are just things that I have. (laughs) Okay. And then what I decide in that moment is, I see your thought, but I'm not going to act on you. I don't have to. I don't have to act on every thought that I have. Because my intention, of course, is quite clear for me that I want to write, that I have a project that I'm working on. And if I don't sit and act, then the project will never be fulfilled. And the action is moment by moment action. Just like, you know, if you're thinking about build or not building, but climbing a mountain. If you were to think about that mountain, like 
and look at the top, you might think, oh, I'm never going to get to the top of that mountain. I'm never going to get there. This is true. You will never get there if you don't start, if you don't put one foot in front of the other. And it's the same with my writing. If I pause and decide that, do you know what it is? I'm I, I'm no good at this. I'm just leaving it. I I give up. Well, I will never get to the end of my project. Whereas if I can recognize that my thought is just a thought and it's not a fact and to recognize the choice that I have, like I mentioned last week, that choice that I have, I always have a choice on what is the next action I'm going to take. And my action can either choose, I can either choose to go along with that thought and give up, or I can choose to say, do you know what it is? That's just a thought. I don't have to act on that thought. And I just stay steady. Now, my, um, I do have a plan here as well. When I come up against that, I'm giving up because that is something that has been a trait of mine from my lifetime. Yes, indeed. So what I do when I think, ah, oh, do you know what it is? I'm stopping here. I remind myself now that I am patient. That I am patient with that part of me that wants to give up. I'm patient. Because I know that will pass. And I know that I have tremendous potential. We all have. To create we have tremendous potential to create. But creation sometimes is difficult. And it is hard work. And if creating can be like that, my writing that I love to do, it can be painting if you like to paint. But creating can also be creating um, a clean, tidy home, which is another thing that I really resist. I love a clean, tidy home, but I hate the monotony of it. I hate the constancy of it, that you're only just finished hoovering and mopping the floor and the kids are in and it's dirty again and you have to do it again. The same thing with preparing meals. I love cooking. I love baking. But, you know, you have it and you enjoy it and then it's gone and then you're on to the next meal and you're doing the same thing over and over and over again. But that's our life and that's the beauty of it as well. Now, I hope I haven't gone off on 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 a tangent there, but I suppose I'm trying to create really kind of um, normal scenarios that we all go through. We all go through. And that thing that for me anyway, the the temptation to just stop, to say, no, I give up. It's too hard. It's too much. It takes too much effort to do this. And I want to just stop. But remember, you don't have to act on that. You don't have to act on that thought. The same thing is apparent if you think I'm not good enough. I can't do it. I can't. That's a thought. And for me, the mantra that I use then is I remind myself I am patient with myself. I support myself. I am patient. And I'd step out of that moment and well, I step into the moment, really, I step out of that thought and I watch my breath. And I feel my feet on the floor and I feel my bum in the chair, all of those things that I use to help ground me here. 
And I remind myself over and over and over again that I'm patient with that part of myself that wants to give up. And I look at that part of myself quite often as I would a child. I remind myself that that is like that my inner child, that tendency of me to not believe I can do it. And I say I am patient. I am patient with myself. I am patient with that part of me that wants to give up. But I don't give up. No. I move softly through. I soften into that resistance. Now, why would that be of use to you? Because you're not the one writing. But why would that be of use to you? It would be of use to you because you can learn then to be resilient. You can learn to feel steady. And what's even more important, I think, well, that's really, really important, guys. Don't misinterpret me. But then you become an example to those whom you surround yourself with. And they look at you and they see that you can face a setback and it not knock you off your feet. That you can face a setback and you wobble, but you don't fall over. That you don't give up. And our children will need us to do that. And our young people will need us to do that because they are facing uncertainty now as we return to school. And as we try to come to terms with this new reality of ours, this social, new social reality. But this skill of steadiness, of resiliency, isn't just for these uncertain times, unusual times of ours. They're skills for life. And I suppose the sooner we try to encourage ourselves and our children to um, tap into this kind of power that they have within them, the greater benefit that they will have for their lifetime. Indeed, the greater benefit we will all have. Okay. All right, so. So we're coming towards the end of our chat today. So looking back just on the podcast this week, what I tried to do was I tried to kind of unpick what it means to be resilient in that sense of what I suppose bounce back ability really means. I kind of broke it down a little bit more to what I really believe the crux of being resilient is and that one little tiny thing that just recognizing that your separateness from your thoughts and then recognizing the power that you have as well that you don't have to act on every single thought that you have that thoughts are just thoughts they're not facts and that um, when you can clearly see that and become conscious of it then that you can skillfully then um, proceed forward you can you can skillfully deal and manage with whatever um, whatever you face in your life. I gave you a little um, outline as to how I manage that trait of mine when I want to give up when things get and feel a little bit too hard and I have a little bit of self-doubt that I remind myself that I am patient, that I'm patient with that part of myself that wants to give up. I also try and remember that intention, you know, the big picture what I really want to achieve, that big picture. Um, that's always useful for me. I find a life lived without intention can be very easily swayed and it's a little bit unsteady in its nature. So if you were to consider for a few moments what your intention is even for the next hour or the next half of the day or even for the rest and the remainder of the day, I always like to frame that like, what is my intention? how I might like to feel at the end of this hour, 
how I might like to feel at the end of this day, how I might like to feel at the end of this week. And that's how I set my intention. It's not an achievement based thing. It's based on something for me, how I would like to feel, not how I would like other people to see me. No, I think that that's like I said before, that's an external reference point for reference point for our happiness and I think it's ultimately shallow not shallow if you feel that way but um what's the right word for it unsatisfying that's what I mean it's unsatisfying when our happiness is based on what other people what we think other people will think of us anyway so that is uh, what I believe is the crux of our resilience and then why I thought that resilience is a good skill for us to have. It's, it's, it's beneficial for us on a personal level, but it's also deeply and greatly beneficial for the people that we surround ourselves with, for the people in our lives that we love. Remember, it only takes one resilient person in the household to make the entire household much more resilient. Okay, so even if you're not sure about doing it for yourself, you could maybe even start out and thinking about, right, well, I'll do this because it won't just help me. It will help my family as well. All right. And then, you know, that trickles forward. It won't just stop at this generation. It will trickle forward. Um, so that's about it, guys, I think for today. Um, a little chat about resilience. Try and be gentle with yourself as well. Try and resist the urge to be self-critical and judgmental leave yourself be just as you are and you know these things these skills that we're working on they are skills so they take practice so even if it's not working out for you immediately please be patient and continue the practice and before you know it you will be feeling a lot more steady a lot more steady and you'll be so grateful for your to yourself for putting in the work okay um one thing that's been spinning around my mind this week is um, to try and create more and consume less. Even though I know I'm asking you to consume this podcast by listening to this podcast, but so often we're consuming other people's thoughts, other people's notions, other people's dreams, other people's version of what feels like success, what feels like achievement, what feels like the things that are worthy Whereas if we could just pause really and try to create a life that feels worthy and successful to ourselves, something how you might like to feel. Okay, so and then we create that for ourselves. So remember, we try to be patient. We try to recognize the thought and we remember that the thought is separate to the person just because you think that just because that thought comes into your mind does not mean you have to act upon it and then we listen to and as always that gentle whispering of your own heart and that will help to direct you in the way of creating rather than consuming okay that you have a, you're an active participant in your own life the world will be a much better place guys it will be a much better place all right so I think I'll leave it at that. Um, as always, my darling friends, thank you ever so much for listening in, for giving so freely and so kindly of your hearts, your ears and those lovely minds of yours. 
if you have anything that you might like to you might like to hear about any other topic anything that's affecting you if you have any feedback even I got a lovely message this morning um, but if you have any other feedback that you might like to forward towards me please do as always you'll find me on onecamvoice.com with links to all of the other social media accounts that I have not that I'm particularly active on them but look I do my best to to um, drop in when I can all right thank you thank you thank you I am so grateful for all of your lovely ears hearts and minds and I know I've said that again but it's worth saying again will we just keep going Ara sure just for another little while I am Catherine and you have been listening to the one calm voice podcast <laughs>